0: Are you ready? Massacre 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 Don't you
1: love it? There's no doubt about it, it's the highlight of your week That's right, Massacre Radio is back Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, your prayers have been answered I of course am your host, members only Dave Big things are afoot in this, the, let's see, what episode is this? Oh yeah, 15, episode 15, and boy, the hits just keep a coming. As today, we drink from the fountain of the acid witch. As a little bit later on, I'll be joined by Mike Erdody, also known as Mike Tough. We talk about everything from cauldrons to hot dogs. And you know what? Maybe we should just get into that right now. What do you say? Why wait? There is a palpable energy in the air. It is yours to harness. Can you feel it? Come on! You're listening to Masker Radio. Here at Masker Radio, you're not going to hear any of that mundane crosstalk from 20 and 30-somethings you don't even know who couldn't care any less about you, the listener. Because, you see, that's where we're different. We actually put the listener first with our data research team working tirelessly day and night all to unearth topics and find guests that you, the listener, actually care about. You see, we're not a podcast, we're a lifestyle, and the difference will become clear once you turn us on. Massacre Radio, the industry leader in broadcast excellence. Welcome. This is WKMA, home of Massacre Radio and members only Dave. WKMA means radio. Well, well, wouldn't you know it, it's an honor to welcome my next guest via the Massacre Radio hot Which you too can call at 440-941-8585 He is a quarter of the band Acid Witch It's none other than Mike Erdody Also known as Mike Tuff Mike, welcome to the program What say you on this fine, fine evening?
0: Uh, I'm good, man Thanks for having me, Dave I appreciate it
1: Okay, Mike So to date, you are the third member of the band Acid Witch We've had as a guest on the show And earlier before the interview You had mentioned you really didn't like the whole Mike Tuff name thing
0: uh, I don't want to say it, I'm. it's not that I don't like it. I'm just saying that's my name. You know, my name is actually Mike or Doty. I mean, I it, I went by Mike Toph uh, just because it was a nickname and everybody called. And back then, you know, I feel like I didn't really care. I kind of went with it at first, but I feel like now more and more and more. I I used to be kind of leery about attaching my name to stuff. But uh, at this point now, it's, it's like, who cares? Everything's just a Google search away.
1: With Acid Witch, as far as genre is concerned, a lot of titles get thrown around, Stoner, Doom, Death, this, that, and the other, but the band seems to like the term Halloween metal, so I take it you guys feel right at home this time of year more than any, huh? Oh, absolutely.
0: I think everybody in the band, even before we were doing After Witch, things like that, have all been just giant fans of Halloween. Uh, Halloween's so big in Michigan with like Devil's Night and everything, like just lots of lore and lots of stuff going around. It's one of the few holidays that I actually decorate for, you know, with my house. So it's it's just kind of one of those ones that I've always been excited about. So being in a band where it's such like a prominent lyrical and visual, you know, Subject matter has been very cool for me. I mean, it's a big prominent thing with the band. And Halloween metal, I think, is a good moniker for the band, too, because it really isn't like a defined genre like what is halloween metal well it, i mean what is acid which acid which is kind of a big cauldron you know it's a bubbling cauldron of different influences you know there's little bits of punk in there there's like doom but it's not like necessarily you know completely reliant on being doom. there's elements of death metal in it there's elements of traditional metal but that's because everybody in the band is just like fans of metal music overall you know everybody you know nobody's just like strictly like this is my thing and this is what i'm into It's actually a very three-dimensional band when you really start dissecting it. So
1: let's get right into it. It says here that you have your hand in a bunch of musical projects outside of Acid Witch, Temple of the Void, chiefly among them. How do you manage to keep everything straight and maintain your creative edge within your different projects?
0: Oh, you know, just uh, have the head on the grinding wheel and, you know, just going by the seat of your pants in extreme stress and uh, (laughs) to be perfectly... (laughs) To be perfectly honest, I'm actually very, very terrible at balancing it all, but I've somehow miraculously been able to make it work. Uh, everybody's just really, you know, has like kind of a professional and courteous mindset with it. You know, if if there's a schedule conflict with this, if there's a schedule conflict with that, like we work it out if we can, you know. And uh, I know at Temple of Void specifically, we, we kind of talk first book, first played kind of thing, you know, and uh, so far that's managed to work. But yeah, right now I'm just kind of, Riding the wave and and just trying to do as best as I can to give every you know every band the most you know every band as much of my one hundred percent as I can.
1: It says here in my formerly THC stained fingers that you designed a logo for the band Loom. So you're also kind of a graphic designer of sorts too, huh?
0: uh i would say that i'm i i wouldn't like try to claim that i'm some sort of graphic designer by trade i feel like dave and shagrat are more you know professional designers than i am i like i like to do art i will do art if people reach out to me to do art i will if i have the time for it i've actually done a handful of logos i probably uh maybe uh six to eight logos at this point i've done album covers like in after which tim has such a visual kind of grip on it and dave as well is that i don't try to jump in too much but we've had talks about doing some more contributing for it i do a lot of art for other bands that i've done like i do a lot of art for temple of Void. i do as much as i can when i can that's why i try not to be like hey, I really want to put it out there that I'm this graphic artist or I can do illustration or I can do, you know, that kind of stuff just because it's another thing on my plate. I'd rather, like, offer it up when I have the time to do it and it's something I can invest and I can give a product that I'm actually proud of.
1: I read, too, Mike, that you're also an actor as you had a role in the movie Night of the Zodiac as a video store clerk. I bet that was a pretty fun role to play. What are some video store memories you have from your time spent in them back in the 80s and 90s?
0: uh actually man uh the video store stuff was uh pretty fun i i wouldn't say i call myself an actor i would say i <laughs> it was a uh i was a willing participant mm-hmm. but i loved it i had a great time you know Susanna and dave and you know Phil and all those guys that were involved in that are literally my friends uh one of my fondest memories is going to the video store my parents were separated you know or split uh And since I was a really young age, my dad used to have me on the weekends and uh, he would grab me. And one of the things we would do, there was a video store by me. It was called Video Premiere. And we actually had memberships to like all the video stores when they were all, you know, when video stores were still in the heyday. And so we had memberships towards like everything. So I literally, as a child, rented out probably the horror sections of all the video stores in like that city, you know, tri-city area there. It was because they used to have a five-for-five-for-five deal. Five movies, five bucks, five days. And I would go in there and my dad would grab me for the weekend. We'd pick five movies out and over the course of the weekend I would have consumed all five of them and it was one of those things where he probably shouldn't have let me rent half the crap that I was watching but I remember going in there and looking at all the amazing artwork that was just so much better than the actual movies were. where you would just see all this crazy stuff. I remember looking at In the Company wolf And it would be, you know, the red riding hood, but it's the guy and the wolf is literally coming out of his mouth, you know, and and all this like just imagery where it was like as a little kid, I was always just like, man, I wonder what that's all about. (laughs) Being able to rent like whatever crazy cover that I could see and coming home and just watching, watching ridiculous, you know, copious amounts of gore and (laughs) blood and boobs and whatever else that makes like campy, you know, campy horror what it is.
1: Mike Erdody is my guest, also known as Mike Tuff from the band Acid Witch. What do you say we talk about some news headlines, huh? Now, Mike, as you know, this show is based in Cleveland, and in the area we have a convention called Cinema Wasteland. Perhaps you've heard of it. There's this lady who crushes cans with her backside, I think. She kind of, like, hovers over the beer can and then, like, slams it. Here's some audio of her doing it if uh, if you're unfamiliar. Hey! (laughs) Yeah, that actually happened a few weeks ago at the most recent event. Uh, is this something that impresses you? And do you think you can do something like that yourself?
0: I don't think I could do that just uh, for two reasons, testicle one and testicle two. <laughs> but uh, I, I have definitely witnessed the can crusher crush the cans multiple times. It is a spectacle to behold. I've seen it done outside. I've seen it done inside. I've uh, seen her hop on people's backs and hit them with riding props. And me personally, I want no part of that. I'll hang out with (laughs) Dave and them doing the hula hoops.
1: Okay, so stemming off the can crusher, what is the wildest feat of strength you've ever
0: witnessed, Mike? The wildest feat of strength. Man, this this might take some time to (laughs) think. I'm going to go right off the cuff. The first thing I saw, I saw John Michael Thor. I saw Thor live multiple times. I watched him come out. I watched him blow up a hot uh, water balloon. I watched him bend steel and uh i watched him uh take a cinder block on the chest all while you know on in Max bar in lansing like the tiniest bar <laughs> stage ever just have these uh feats of strength performed you know what i will say that i've never seen anybody do uh, that much muscle stuff at a rock concert
1: okay so i saw this video the other day and i wanted to ask you about it mike but first what's your relationship with hot dogs are you the kind of guy that can blow through an entire eight pack in a week or what you know what hold that thought we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. This is Massacre Radio. My, I, 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 whoa! m m m miker doty Mike m doty Massacre. It's time to grow your love for the fine art of measurement under the canopy of 34,000 square foot at Measuremania Department Store. Folded rulers, hook rulers, yardsticks, protractors, and more, all under one roof, featuring over 91 varieties from around the world. Come see the rarest cubit balancing scale known to man dating back to the ancient Egyptians. Why measure once when you can measure five times and get it precise using the finest equipment from Measuremania Department Store, measuring up to the competition since 1931. Located in bed- rack at the corner of 72 and 13 next to the burnt down quiznos. in today's fast-paced world you have enough to worry about as it is abortion domestic terrorism gay marriage which is why you shouldn't have to worry about finding a radio station that has good family values because it's all here for you at your fingertips massacre radio voted best radio station for a record seventh consecutive year by reader's digest We're back. You're listening to Massacre Radio on WKMA Cleveland, and my guest today is Mike Erdody, also known as Mike Tuff from the band Acid Witch. Mike, back to the whole hot dog thing. Which camp are you more into? Like them, love them, or can't get enough of them?
0: I hate hot dogs, man. I'd rather eat a kielbasa or a sausage, or uh, you know, I'd I'd rather have like you know something. I'd rather eat it in a crock pot with uh, you know sauerkraut. But hot dogs themselves are kind of weird to me you go to a cookout and there's a hot dog i'm never gonna like turn a hot dog away and just be like ah, get that on my face but no i'm personally i don't ever go out and buy hot dogs i'd rather buy like i'd rather buy a sausage of some sort or a kielbasa or you know something like that
1: well i'm only asking because i saw this video where a guy allegedly spent one hundred thousand dollars on a hot dog that was garnished with get this gold foil it says it kind of looks like gold paint chips on top. You know, I'm sure it kind of eats the same. Here's the audio of him taking a bite.
0: Oh,
1: man. Okay, now the question is, Mike, what sort of toppings would have to be on your hot dog for you to even consider dropping $100,000 on a hot boy?
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, instead of cooking it with beer, I'd just cook it with some gold Goldschlager, and you'd get the same gold foil fleck. Somebody made me a kielbasa, you know, and they... Uh, They'd have to, like, serve it on a Black Lotus magic card or something.
1: Okay, so dig this. Here in Cleveland, they have this place called the Happy Dog, where they are kind of famous or infamous, depending on how you look at it. For having a hot dog that has Fruit Loops, pimento, macaroni, and cheese, and bacon on it. You know, for those occasions where you want to have a breakfast soul food fusion type deal. Mike, since we're on the topic of hot dogs, what are your thoughts on the breakfast soul food fusion hot dog at the Happy Dog?
0: Somebody put that in front of me and was just like, I bet you won't eat this. I'll be like, I'll bet you're wrong and I'll eat it. But if it was like my own money to put down, I'd probably be like, eh. I've actually eaten that happy dog before. I do remember going in there and eating and, and it being actually pretty good. I do like street hot dogs, actually. My girlfriend's from L.A. So like I've gone out there and it's like, oh, you got to get a street dog and they'll take them. And they'll wrap them in bacon and they'll put, a, you know, they'll put all the sweet peppers on it. and They'll put mayo and all that other good stuff on it. And you just take a bite of it, and it's just like, oh, my God, that's delicious.
1: I agree wholeheartedly. You know, street hot dogs are where it's at. The best hot dog I've ever had came from a street vendor. It was outside the Shed Aquarium in Chicago, and it came with tomatoes, peppers, and the whole schmear. I don't even like tomatoes, but I was so hungry, I shoved it in anyway, and I was better for doing so.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. That's the thing. I'm with you on that because... You offer me Fruit Loops macaroni on a hot dog. That may be the best hot dog I've ever eaten. That's why I said I'll try anything. I'll at least take a bite, or if you throw it in front of me, I'll I'll eat it.
1: Mike Erdody, otherwise known as Mike Tuff from the band Acid Witch, is my guest. Mike, you know this show is loosely rooted in the extraterrestrial and paranormal, so what's an instance you've had in, in your life that happened that made you believe, even if just for a second, that ghosts, spirits, and or aliens are in fact real?
0: I have weird experiences on this. Maybe I'm just low vibrational in that, in that sense. I can't really say anything in like a specific instance, but we live in an incredibly vast universe that has existed for long before we were around and will exist presumably for long after we're gone. It is incredibly feasible that there is another place in that vast universe that has the same conditions that will allow sustainable life in some form. I've never had a personal fire in the sky moment where, you know, I woke up in a field and had my anus probed or anything like that, at least, you know, not without like a good bar tab behind it. And uh, (laughs) to be perfectly honest, it's one of those things where it's like it would be it would be a total shame if if that wasn't the case and there wasn't some sort of more intelligent life out there or something, you know. That just begs the greater, you know, altruistic question of like, you know, just, you know, the meaning of life and whatnot. You know, I mean, there's just, there's so much more out there. I can't say like I've been touched by a ghost or whatever, but I've talked to plenty of people who have and who believe strongly in that sort of stuff. I don't know, man. I'm just a simple guy trying to work a full-time job and balance like six bands at once. so.
1: (laughs) So let's lighten the mood a little bit here, Mike. Much like myself, I know you're a collector of things, VHS records, that sort of thing. If money were no object, what would be the next big thing you'd start collecting?
0: You know what? I would probably put way more focus into collecting uh, music instruments and music gear. I would probably work... uh be a lot more into collecting things like recording gear effects pedals guitars themselves but you know the question of space and things like that i have you know quite a bit myself right now but you know most of my instruments are all utilitarian i don't really buy actually all my collection is my records my my videos all that i i will watch a 300 hundred dollar tape you know i won't watch it often but I will watch a $300 tape because it's otherwise to me, it doesn't have any value. Like Mm -hmm. the value for me is the inspiration that I get. Like the reason I collect things is because I like to surround myself with things that inspire me. So I think if I, if I had an endless budget, I'm not really like a car guy. I don't really need to collect property. I don't really have any desire in that, but I definitely would like to collect a lot more gear and have like something to where I could do music and have it a little bit more creative and at my disposal,
1: I also know you're into movies and cinema, music, obviously, too. So I want to know if you had to pick your favorite fictional band from movies and or TV, who are you rolling with?
0: I'm trying to think who uh, – what was the one that I was I was a big fan of uh, recently I was watching? It was a movie called Dr. Alien. And I can't think of the name of the band, but they had this song called Metal Machine. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, that's uh, – that's pretty awesome.
1: Dr. Alien, what a great movie for those who haven't seen it.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I see. I love all the stupid campy stuff. So, like, fit right in with the, the massacre video roster and the massacre radio stuff. Uh, man, I'm trying to think. Honestly, it, I, I hate to say it, but it's the best part of the movie. And it's everything going back to Rocktober Blood. I love Rocktober Blood, Head Mistress, you know, you the band in that. I love, uh, I don't know, I have a. I, because I was such a fan of that movie and Rock and Roll Nightmare as a kid. Like, I love, you know, I love Thor's band in that. Like, yeah, I think they were called the Tritons in the actual movie. I would say probably those.
1: You're from Detroit. Did you watch a lot of Home Improvement back in the day? R- remember that one episode from the first season where K&B and the boys perform that song using only power tools on the show Tool Time?
0: People like this built together to build a band that plays with only tools. I guess how we could call this heavy metal. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim, but I do find them riveting. Okay,
1: Mike, did you see the episode?
0: Man, I'm trying to remember the episode, but oh my god, I, my uh, my stepdad used to watch Tool Time or Tool Time Home Improvement regularly, and uh, yeah, man, I remember watching plenty of those episodes. Like I remember, I remember Dark Mark. I remember that whole thing where he's coming out and he had the he had the Neurosis shirt. I remember a lot of stuff from that show, but that's one episode that actually is eluding me. I can't remember.
1: I mean, for me it's one of the most iconic scenes from the entire series up there with the whole Dark Mark thing, like you said.
0: So they're like totally like playing it on like you know, using like power tools to yes, play. Yes, that's, yes. Oh man, yeah man, I must be a home improvement poser because I I don't know if I've actually seen that episode.
1: It's definitely worth looking up on YouTube for sure.
0: Oh, I will. I'll be doing that today.
1: Mike, before we let you go, where can people find you online or social media if they so choose to?
0: I don't know. I'm not like a big... I, I have social media, but I'm not really like I don't really like to put myself out there. I kind of just, it's more to keep in touch with my friends and stuff. I mean, you can find all the bands at uh, Temple of Voice got an Instagram, which has an Instagram. Uh, We've got Facebook. Nuke has Facebook. Uh, You know, we've got, any of that stuff, any of my old bands, Harbinger, Borrow Time, all that stuff has like Facebooks and uh, you can have like Instagram pages for that stuff. So you can find it. I mean, if you add that stuff and you send them a message, you can generally connect to me. I have a personal Instagram. I have like all that sort of stuff, but I'm not really like out there kind of being like, hey, this is my brand, you know, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Hey,
1: hey, it's like I told Dave and Shagrat, next time you guys are in Cleveland, let me know for sure so I can get all four of y'all together in one spot and we can get the party started all proper-like and have a little sit-down conversation.
0: Oh, I'd love that. I think that would be fun. I think uh, having everybody in the band would be good because we can all, you know, we're we're good conversationalists, so we're good at like bouncing off each other and we've all got pretty good senses of the humor, so we uh we kind of play to our strengths in that regard. It'd probably make for a pretty interesting conversation.
1: That would be a hoot and a half, I just know it. Heck, I'd even come to you if my schedule allowed.
0: Hey, we're playing the we're playing the twenty eighth at the sanctuary in Hamtramck. You can come on down there, it's gonna be us, Restless Spirit. We've got, you know, our friends bands in there, Wastelander, Thoron. It's gonna be gonna be a killer show man if you can make it up for that one yeah come on out and hang with us we'll be hanging all night
1: that's definitely something to consider mike erdody also known as mike tuff from the band acid Witch, has been my guest mike thanks again hey dave thank you man thank you for having me on I, i love doing this stuff i had a good time this is massacre radio Hey, that's all for this episode of Massacre Radio. Thanks for listening to this week's show, and thanks again to my guest, Mike Erdody. Go check out Acid Witch if you have yet to do so. The fellas are always cooking up something real smooth, just like us here at Massacre Radio. I'm going to get to work on episode 16, so until then, I've been your host, Members Only Dave, and I'll talk at you next week.